Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Oh my gosh, thank goodness. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Smack dab in the heart. You know what, Ed? What's that? Don't be cheap unless you want to be poor. That's right. And that is the name of today's show. The title, Don't Be Cheap Unless You Want to Be Poor, with Matt Pazzarelli. Desperate measures bring desperate times. Faithful measures bring prosperous times. Since giving is the first step in receiving, it is our giving that makes us rich. A generous attitude always attracts more money, health, and happiness. On this episode, Daryl and Ed highlight the fact that generosity is faith in action and opens us up to unexpected blessings. And during the second segment, the magnanimous Matt Pazzarelli primes our tip jar with today's daily word, give. <laughs> Wait, is that thing clacking? Uh, I don't hear anything clacking, do you? Okay, good. Okay, good. We're just making sure we sound good for you, ladies and gentlemen. I might have been doing it with the pen. Here. Oh! I did that for a second because I needed to change the breaths. Okay. Are you oh, ready for gosh. our breaths? Yeah, because this is the good news, folks. It is the good news. It's the, You know what? It's just, It's actually... Like everything else seems to be, uh, it, uh, another paradox. Spiritual, the spiritual life seems to be a big paradox because it seems to contradict everything we've been taught and a lot of the things that we think are reasonable. Yes. A lot of the things that really rear their ugly heads when it's time to make important decisions or just enjoy another great day on planet Earth. These things... They actually, they rear their ugly head, but they they hide, they mask their ugly head behind words like Daryl was saying earlier, seriousness, prudence. Oh, yeah, prudence. So since this uh, episode is all about generosity, that's yes. really the theme, that generosity is actually, like we said in the description, a generous attitude is a faithful attitude. Yes, it is not foolishness. No, it's, it's actually the the wise thing to do. It actually brings more good. And and what it does when we take a generous attitude, it feels so good as an indication 
that in the moments we're generous, we're really tapping into an unlimited supply. And deep down in our soul and or in our subconscious, it rings so true that we feel good about it. And this belief that it reinforces that all our good is unlimited and from God, and I could be generous and act generous, it actually gives that belief even more power. And, you know, a belief is not wishful thinking, folks. Right. A belief like this is really a magnetic force that attracts its like nature to us. Right. So true. So it seems like the opposite. You know what's funny? Who was the guy who came up with the, uh, was it Newton? Was it Newton who said, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction? Right. And that's why our giving makes us rich, because as we give, because of the laws of the universe, we're going to receive back to us. Mm -hmm. It's a universal law. Oh, so I was thinking about prudence this morning, because, you know, that's one of the things that would screw me up. Right. In my early life, you better save. Right. You know, you better think about your retirement. Like, yes, all this stuff is well-intentioned. But the problem is when it becomes a frame of mind that it's a problem. And I couldn't have, I mean, I even had a manager, you know, I put this much away and I'm going, oh God, I can't even think that way. And uh, Mike Dugan, who we talk about often, who was my mentor many years ago in Hawaii, I was in that state in my early 20s. Well, what should I be doing about my future? Should I be saving for my future? I don't understand. He goes, Daryl, do you have enough for everything you need today? What do you mean? Do I have enough? Because do you have enough money to buy the rest of the meals you're going to eat for the rest of the day? Right. Do you have have gas in your car? I mean, is your rent paid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even said, I go, wait, I got more than enough money in the bank for today. Right. And he goes, great. When tomorrow's today, it'll be the same. And I got to tell you, I don't know how that worked, but that attitude of mine. Yeah really help reinforce the fact that prudence, the idea of living by prudence, prudence is just, uh, it's just fear pretending to be sophisticated. Right. Because, oh, I'm just being prudent. But it's really not, it's actually, I'm reinforcing the awful fear that um, prudence, when it becomes a continual state of mind, you right, know what we're right. talking about, because yeah. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about like, oh my God, I better save. You got to rain- pay attention to the way it feels. Yes. Because uh, it's like fear and guilt puts on a nice sweater and combs its hair to the side and comes in and pretends yes. to be a loving advisor. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> and prudence is just fear pretending to be sophisticated. And it kills the uh, oh. creative flow of life. That's and, right. And at work, I noticed this. It's like, all it takes is one person... Uh, masquerading their fear as prudence. I see this on my work. I can think of several different yeah, examples. Yeah, it's because it's also known as cover your own ass. Yeah, CYA. <laughs> and what happens though is that all, if you're not careful, it sets off everybody else's yes. fear and guilt and doubt and worry. And then everyone's trying to put out a fire that might that most likely didn't doesn't even exist in the first place. And so it really does. The, the 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 true solutions to our lives, anything that's happening, comes through. Uh, generosity of spirit, which comes yes. from a knowing that we live in a joy-based universe, a flowing, loving, kind universe. I mean, I just got a, uh, a letter in the mail from some debt collection agency 
which of course first I thought it was a total scam, but then I realized it's a real debt collection agency, and the the debt they're trying to collect, which I've never had an account with the the AT and T, which is what it was for, was um, on my credit thing, so it wasn't something I could ignore. I looked on my credit report, which was another miracle because. You live generously and in the flow of life. The answers just come along. When I got that letter, I was it hit me like, oh, and I, like it's always a jolt, right? And I and you know I realized that, um, well, first of all, I I reached out wisely to Daryl and said this is what's going on. And he said he helped me see. Oh, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. This has happened to us before. Just report it to the credit people. You don't even have to talk to Chase. Blah blah blah. It's not Chase that's trying to you know the bank, my bank or whatever. So. What was crazy was then I didn't even realize how seamless this all worked out because I had, um, you know, I was still clearing my own head from the initial jolt, like you said. Oh, wait, plus the affirmation we did. Yes. Do you still have that in your phone? Because I did an affirmation. As soon as you told me. What was it? Do you remember? Yeah, that, oh, that all this will be wiped clean with effortless and ease because it's not even real. Right, right. And that's the key is to realize that fear is not real and you know so I like you know all these little things lined up for me the next day I didn't even realize until I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe but I looked on my Chase app and they have this thing called credit journey so I clicked on this free service they have which then amazing. listed my credit report as all free you know what's amazing said, this is all God working I know I mean it really is amazing and it provided me it said at the bottom something doesn't look right because I don't, I don't have a lot of debt and then one of them was this credit, right. credit, uh, this sunrise f- credit. Agency, yeah, this money. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it hit me like, oh my God, my credit, blah, 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 seven years, blah, you know, these oh. fears, doubts, and worries. But the app, like, actually said something doesn't look right. And then I clicked that and it gave me the numbers to call. So I called them all yesterday. They disputed on my, beha- my behalf. You know, oh, like my God. So and, angels came in and disputed on your behalf? Yeah, the whole thing was Amazing. working out, you know, and it's, um, just the truth of what the thing that I have for one, it brought up a lot of the stuff that I started feeling with. I had to admit was already there. It's stuff that's been active in the background of my consciousness. And it's just, this is just like a loving manifestation from the universe telling me, let go of that old crap. Cause now I've learned to become this generous, kind, loving person more and more and learned that that's actually based on science. That's the based on the wisdom to be that way. It's not, oh, I'm just some crazy free will and guy that just gives tips to everyone or blah, blah, blah. You know, like sometimes the, the prudence. That's, that's, that's prudence. That's that. You're dressed up in its little sweater and it's called, you know, now Ed, we should, you know, but, but what's, what's amazing about living this way is we, Daryl and I still, we make more wise choices related yeah. to money, but at the same time, we're also more generous with what we're sharing. Yes. And the thing was, like this situation with this letter gave me this two such clear options. One, I continue to li- live generously and share joyously and do the show and show up and or the other. My world's over. I better hide oh. until they find out if this is okay. And oh. it was such clear. I can't – you can't serve two masters. I can't serve both of those, you know. So I don't want to be cheap because I'm going to miss out on this very day. God has created for us. If we're sitting there worried, racking our brain with fear, doubt, and guilt and all this stuff, all these advisors, they're not not trustworthy. I mean, you can trust them, but you know where they're going to lead you, right? Like, we need to learn culturally to love, to trust love and joy. Should we do this? Wait, wait, I know. I got the three breaths, but what you said, actually, you shared this in your little story. 
and, yes. and it goes perfect with this definition okay, of perfect. prosperity because this is really what happened with your prosperous attitude. I can't believe it. Let's hear it. So this is the definition of prosperity from the book, The Science of Mind. It was by Ernest Holmes. You could find this anywhere. We have a reading list at DarylNed.com. Click on there. You'll see all the books we read from. Oh, I got to breathe. This is so exciting. Okay, so prosperity is defined here as prosperity is the outpicturing of substance in our affairs. Everything in the universe is for us. Nothing is against us. We must know that everywhere we go, we meet friendship, love, human interest, and helpfulness. And that's like making those calls and even discovering on that app. Like, this is what started happening. Yes, yes. Life is ever giving of itself. Yes. We must receive, utilize, and extend the gift. Right. So we got to keep giving and we get more. Success yes. and prosperity are spiritual attributes belonging to all people, but not necessarily used by all people. Wow. Wow. That is great. What, let's let everyone know where you found that if you didn't already. Yeah, I did. The si okay. Science of Mind, Ernest Holmes. It's in look, the definitions. In the definitions. And, and uh, if you, did you still talk about the reading list where they can find these? Yeah, books? yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I think you were looking at that thing. Yeah, well, no, I, that was two things. I was looking at that, yeah, trying to, because Gregory Novak is with us on, oh, um, perfect. on Facebook Live. And he said, being able to love, being able to give love. In good beingness, yet being around others showing alternate opinions is a priceless superpower. And the way I interpret that is like, you know, we, we, we still live in this world, and then not everyone agrees or believes everything that we do, but it actually builds our faith muscle. In, in, because there's a lot of people, again, that believe that prudence, being fearful, oh, yeah. that these are the wise way or the right thing to do. And it's Oh, just, my God. I could tell you 101 stories. We should do yeah. the breaths because I got one quickie, a real quickie, that goes along with exactly what uh, Novak just sent us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So let's take a deep breath now to clear our mind. Ah, this is when you're feeling prudent. You could use yeah. this. Ah. Uh, this, is, yeah, <laughs> this is the litmus test to know. Am I acting out of – like let's just call it for what it is. Being genius. cheap. Cheap. Am I being cheap or am I living from an abundance consciousness? And um, and rem that's why the title works as a tool, too. Don't be cheap unless you want to be poor. Right. All right. Because just like you said, like you wrote, the desperate measures bring – they bring desperate yes. times. Because all this stuff has taught us to the first thing to treat in any situation. And really the yes. only thing to treat is our concern. Yes. Once we get rid of that concern and remember that we are loved and supported by the abundant universe that Ernest Holmes just described. Yes. Then we know what actions to take. But like yesterday, because I got rid of the concern first, when I called those credit uh, reporting companies, you know, like Equifax. And yes. Um, it wasn't hard work. And no. So all I had to do was call, tell them my information. And say, have a nice day. Thank you for helping me. That was it. You know, like I let the engine carry the train. I didn't yes. have to, you know, so um, as Emmett Fox would say. All right. Well, let's take a deep breath now. <sighs> My good ain't built on fear and guilt. <sighs> My good ain't built on fear and guilt. <sighs> let's try it like this. My good, good ain't built. built on fear and guilt.
Oh. I mean, this is a revolutionary, evolutionary way of seeing things compared to whatever this weird dream that's being, you know, professed on televisions and Instagrams right. and Facebooks to think that our good is not going to come from fear, feeling fearful and guilty. Oh, man. There's so many people, you know, who are dealing with this right now of their own fears and guilts and they're processing so much of this stuff. And it's there's something in psychology called projection. We all do it. So we project it out there and we blame and this and that. But no good comes from that because the end result that everyone's looking for is joy, prosperity, self-expression, creativity. You know, like they call it authenticity, which just means being who we really are. Yes. These, these are simple things. These are why Jesus said you got to be like a child to enter. These aren't, oh, we did a study on authenticity and these are the five, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is something we can all do right now. Yeah, Dugan changed my life. I'm talking about that guy, Mike Dugan, again. When he pointed out uh, a wealthy guy who was about to say something, and right. he goes, that guy's the happiest guy you'll ever meet, Daryl. And I go, I was still very cynical. I was only in my 20s, and I still really was believing right. in what seemed reasonable. Right. And I said, of course he's happy, Mike. He's rich. And Mike, he just looked at me like almost like, Wow. That's odd. And he says, he said, uh -huh. which got my attention because he wasn't mad. Like, right, right. It was just he like just a matter like of fact, like a head scratch. Like uh -huh. he just saw a monkey throw something at someone. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know what the monkey throws. So he said, uh, he said, Daryl, Jack is not happy because he's rich. He's rich because he's happy. Right. And I knew right in that moment, he didn't mean just, when you're happy, it doesn't matter that you're poor. That's not what he meant, folks. No. It was clear to me at that moment that if that that if happiness is synonymous with prosperity, yes, then it goes both ways. That's right. Meaning, if I just work on when concern comes up or when malice comes up in me or envy to rid myself of those things— and then be generous of spirit and pray for those people. Or right. like on our last episode, just let them have it. Right. Well, then my happiness level rises. Yeah. And I begin attracting things that end up bringing me more happiness. And right, what I was going right. to share about what um, Mr. Novak said, a few weeks ago I was at a um, garage sale. Right, right. And, uh, you know, because Hawaii, if you listen to the show, I'm very fond of Hawaii. It was like where I discovered all this stuff. Right. So it has a place in my heart that will never be eradicated for that reason. It doesn't mean I have to live there. I mean, I know that was a time in my life that was special, and now we move on. And, right. you know, you got to keep being generous. Right. You know, you can't think, oh, I got to go back. You got to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, um, at the garage sale, right. there was a piece of sheet music, Ed. I don't yes. know if I showed you this. From 1913. An original piece of sheet music from 1913. Wow. So it's almost 100 years old. Wow, it's more than 100 years old. And it had this beautiful uh, cover. You know, because right. sheet music, instead of buying records and stuff, you'd buy sheet music yes. on the street back yes. then. So, um, and it was the song Aloha Oi. Wow. Which is a song I'm very fond of. We used to sing it at Unity Church. Right. Until We Meet Again right. is the English translation. Ah. And it was written by Queen Lilio Kalani, one of the last reigning uh, monarchs. So anyway, 
I like I got I just felt I got to get this thing right because the cover looks so beautiful and it even had the words in Hawaiian as well which is hard to find right so I buy it it was only a dollar whoa I take it home and I love it but there but what am I going to do with it right you right. know what I mean but I was sure. compelled to buy it so there's someone I follow on Instagram called Photo Aloha uh-huh. and all they do I didn't know if it was a man or a woman is post um old postcards and like authentic images from Hawaii throughout the years. So I started thinking, I should send this to them. Oh, wow. And this is the, that felt so good. Right. Send it to them. So I contact them on Instagram and he's like, the person turned out to be a man and um, he's blown away. He goes, really? It sounds like something you should keep. I said, no, it's got your name all over it. And I felt so good about that. But then as I'm packing it up, my mind goes, well, what if this turns out to be valuable? Right. Now, that's cheap. That's prudence in a sweater. It, yeah. And you know what? That is stingy, cheap. Yes. And you know what? I have, base. I have practiced this stuff for so long. I can't live that way. Right. And I know wow. by sending this to this guy. Right. I'm going to get mine that's perfect for me. Yeah. And this means more to him. Right. Way more. Because he goes, really? Because I said to add to his collection. Obviously, he's collecting and preserving all this stuff. And that just showed me, like, I really got to dive in to what Dugan said. Happy yes. makes me. And being generous yes. of spirit is so happy. And being generous, even with a stranger, right. I'm sending this thing off. I I know deep down, even as I talk about it, I'll be talking with you guys probably a month from now or a week from now or maybe sometime, you know, where, oh, my God, you're not yes. going to believe this windfall. Right. You know, or somebody contacted of me course. out of the blue totally. and offered this, this thing to me. That is exactly what I needed, which has happened, you know, more often yeah. than not. And even now, you already feel better. Yes. Like, well, you, otherwise, you'd be sitting on the thing holding it. This oh. is the best. Man, what a great story. I yeah. can feel how much better that feels. <laughs> I know. So give it away, give it away, give it away now. Oh, here's a paragraph from Easyosophy, because this is really about learning. A lot of spiritual teachers, I saw one the other day talking, and he was, oh, we're different. This is a hard way to live. And yes, our mind tells us that, but it's actually the, it's so much harder to live believing life has to be hard. (laughs) I know. But the thing is, this is what uh, Ann Sermon Gillis says. It says, it's a challenge to give up suffering. Our belief systems color everything we see. Yes. She says, just as my belief in lack kept me from seeing the luxurious world I lived in, the belief in the hard life turns one away from the easy aspects enjoyed in a privileged country. We have it easy, but unless we look for the easy path, we will fail to see it. It runs parallel to the hard path, but the easy path can only be seen by the eyes of those who want to see it. It is not a familiar path for many of us, just as Windows is a hidden operating system for computers. The belief that life is hard and we must suffer about it is often a hidden operating system in our culture. You know what's funny? This that re- Hearing that just made me realize that whenever we're generous, yes. we're actually saying, thank you, more please. That's right. Thank you, more please. Yes. But when we're being stingy, we're really saying in our subconscious mind, no more. I'm not going to get any more. That's right. No more. No, no, no. I don't want any more. That's right. Whenever I'm being cheap, that's why it feels so that's bad. That's right. Because my subconscious is saying, no, I'm not going to be getting any more. It's like, I'm full. I'm going to hold on to what yes. I have. What's your Paul Arden suggestion yes. for this? Now, Paul Arden, if you're not familiar with him, he's one of my um, favorite. He was a madman. Uh, <laughs> I 
<laughs> like Daryl Ned. No, he yeah. was actually one of the big advertising um, directors and right. artists. And right. During the heyday of advertising, and, and, and he, he was the English, you know, in England, right, he was right. was not American. And if you're interested in uh, two great books, one that I'm going to read from is "It's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want to Be," and the other one is uh, "Whatever You Think, Think the Opposite." Paul Arden. Yes. Listen, what this is even a practical. So here's a man, an advertising man. And listen how practical he's talking about exactly the spiritual topic right, we're talking right. about and how important it is in business to be generous. Let's hear it. It says, do not covet your ideas. Give away everything you know and more will come back to you. You will remember from school other students preventing you from seeing their answers by placing their arm around their exercise book or exam paper. It is the same at work. People are secretive with ideas. Yes. Don't tell them that. They'll take the credit for it. Right. The problem with hoarding is you end up living off your reserves. Eventually, you'll become stale. Yes. If you give away everything you have, you are left with nothing. This forces you to look, to be aware, to replenish. Somehow, the more you give away, the more comes back to you. Ideas are open knowledge. Don't claim ownership they're not your ideas anyway they're someone else's yes they're out there floating by on the ether you have just put yourself in a frame of mind to pick them up and that's what the a generous spirit we're always open to receive more creative ideas that bring us more in our life and waddles you know that guy uh what's his first name Wallace Wallace D. Waddles, who wrote the book called The Science of Getting Rich, which inspired right. The Secret. Right. He even says, he goes, you can't, man can never succeed by the idea he must compete. That's right. Even though it looks like they do, it's like how we've said on the show, if you yes. got to fight to get it, you got to fight to keep it. The true way to succeed continuously and uninterrupted is through creatively. Create creatively. Yes. yes. Is the only way to succeed. All right. Well, coming up next, the magnanimous Matt Pazzarelli primes our tip jar with today's daily word give. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Don't be cheap unless you want to be poor, folks. Yes. We're back for the second half. Thank you for joining us. Ed, you have a couple readings. Prosperity Now, Mary Catherine McDougall. This is, goes perfectly with what you just said regarding from Paul Arden and from uh, Wallace Waddles. <laughs> <It> says, <laughs> Waddles really and Waddles. 
Yeah, waddles and wonk is what I call them. I love that. Looking to man and not to God can place a big block in our pathways to prosperity. There is only one safe way to look for good, and there is only one source it is going to come from. It will help if we say, when we arise each morning, all that I do today I do for God. I help him by helping anyone he sends to me for assistance, because I work and do only for good. I look only to him for my good. My good is unlimited. I give in an unlimited manner, and I receive without limitation. All that I do today, I do for God, and all that I receive today is from God. And again, that's from Prosperity Now. Ooh, how sweet it is. When we realize we're always coming pulling from an unlimited source, it makes well, generosity that's, the only obvious choice. And generosity reinforces that idea. It really yes. reinforces that I live in an un, I have an unlimited inheritance. That's right. That's why... Um, Reverend Ike says, never use the word spend with money. It's always circulate. You're circulating money. Yes. Circulating means it returns to the point of its origin. And in this case, it's magnified and multiplied. Yes. And here's a reminder from Foster McClellan, a good little book called Thoughts for a Friend. I well, love you know what? Book. You just made a good point there that I didn't even it? think of. When you talked about circulation and how it comes back and it always comes back more, I realized it comes back more whenever we're generous because yes. ge- the spirit of generosity, we're attaching love to what we're giving. That's we're right. not giving reluctantly or, no. or because we ought to, right. like sometimes we do. And that kind of defeats, it kind of yes. negates the power. Right. But generosity multiplies what we give because we're giving it with love and it blesses those and multiplies. Well, that's why Jesus said the spirit is what gives it life. Yes. The letter of the law killeth it, but the spirit is what gives it life. So if we're operating from fear and guilt, I may be saying a whole lot of like very logical and very true things. But if the spirit is fear and guilt, it, it, is, not, oh. it is going to kill. It's not going to bring the life that we seek. And Foster McClellan <laughs> said... Yeah. To live in a cave, he says, let us absolutely refuse to live in caves of sickness, lack, unhappiness, or fear. Let's absolutely refuse to have any more empty, void, or fruitless days, which is what happens when we don't, when we're cheap. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I used to be so cheap. I, used to, oh, I better not have that extra coffee. That 265 is really going to kill my budget for the no. Oh, the bacon is $3 extra? I'll pass. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, you know, when you really think about how insane that is, it's crazy. So, But many of us do it because, again, like Easy Ossipy said, it's, un, it's an unconscious pattern that sometimes hides in the background. So uh, it says um, – There is something within us that can solve, dissolve, or resolve the nightmares of the mind, or as Daryl called them one week, the daymares of the mind. Man was created as an instrument to make great things happen in the world. Think about that. Wow. That's such a difference of, I better hold on to whatever I can because I just got to get what I can and make it through this life. Man was created as an instrument to make great things happen in this world. That is a clear way of describing what um, Wallace Waddles was saying. It's it's the difference between living creatively or living competitively. That's right. Something truly wonderful, a new way of life emerges when we understand this. If we feel we've been living in a cave, it's high time we emerged into the light of a great day. Let's receive right now. Let's resolve right now. To let ourselves emerge, to set our inner man free, to let the power speak through us, and we have to just—it th- starts with thinking differently, yes, doing things a little differently, and 
It's never too late. Because I used to think this. It's never too late to be your true no. self. It's actually the perfect time right now. Right now. That's right. All right. Speaking of being our true selves, and if you're feeling generous, we love receiving your mails, your email, your actual mail. You could write us letters, the funniest thing. P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Who's Jerusalem Rose? I think you meant Jer- the Rose of Jericho. Oh, that, that's that, what Christina Robom gave us. Yeah, we, we got that last Jerusalem week. Jerusalem Rose seems like someone who would have showed up at the um, open mic I used to run at Venice Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, also, you can go to our website, DarylNed.com, and just hit the send button, the, the contact button, and it'll send us an email. Yes. And we also never like to leave out or we never miss acknowledging the chief Wait, engineer. I, first of all, I don't think we even said thank you listeners for tuning in. Oh! We appreciate you. And yes. Then, and then this go on. I, I don't want to Well, I get so excited about it. I know. Well, because we used to just talk at a coffee shop about this stuff and imagine that we had a live studio audience, but now we actually have a real live listening audience. I know. And, you know, our P.O. box, we have a mail, some mail in the mailbag coming in, I believe, from the P.O. Oh, box. Oh, that's a so good one, yes. To that. So anyway, go on. So uh, our chief engineer, his name is really, it is actually Jeff Comfort. Yes. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the prayer line. 800 now pray. 800-669-7729. It is called Silent Unity. Oh. It's been around for over 125 years. It's the first phone line in Missouri. And Silent Unity is a place where people pray firmly and remind us don't be cheap unless you want to be poor. When we're being cheap, we're not allowing our goodness to flow forth and it, you you can be generous in many ways, but when we pray with it just becomes it, all of this comes down to it's our natural state, and if you call Silent yes. Unity or go to their app, the letter U, the word pray, you could text in your apps. They have little clicks for meditations and things. They'll send you an email or a letter of affirmative prayer afterwards. You can even just call Silent Unity, which is eight hundred now pray, and press two, and you can listen to a pre-recorded yes. prayer. But it just all this stuff is just to remind us who we really are when those tape recorders in our heads start telling us things that are not true about us. And this that's why this stuff is principle. It's not true because we say it is. This is the why only work we have to do is get back on the beam. Once right. once we get back in the flow, we don't have to keep making up positive ideas. They just start flowing into our head and into our experiences. So Silent Unity is a great tool we both use. Yeah, it's not even true because Jesus said it's true. He was that's just right. saying the same thing. He goes, look, these laws work. Let's right. co- let me. I mean, just cooperate with them like I am, and you'll have what I have and more. Yeah, that's why he said it's not me that does the work. It's the Father within me. It's like every one of us can do this. We all have the same Father, the same Mother God within us. So we all come from the same place. Uh, daily Word is the next segment of the show. Daily Word is something that Daryl and I read. It's a daily reader from... Unity, it's also been around for probably 95 years or so yes. now, and uh, we've been reading it for quite a while. Daryl's been reading it for, oh man, how many years have you been reading it Since 1986. Wow, wow. So that's over like 35 years. So I, I think know. That's like 35 years. So, um, and I'm probably getting close to 15 years of reading it, and um, yeah, it's, it's part of the way we stay connected to the truth that keeps us from being cheap. <laughs> with ourselves and with others, man. We're alive here now. We want to get the most out of this experience. So the Daily Word reminds us each day 
among the other things we read, what is true so that we can go out and share generously and be a light unto the world and, and encourage others just by our presence. Yeah, it's like having a, a coach who believes in you giving a pep talk before you go out into the field. And speaking about guys, you're kind of like a positive pep talking oh, this coach. this a light unto the world, man. His name's Matt Pazzarelli, and he's here with us today to read and discuss today's daily word and whatever else is bubbling up in that inspired mind of his. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing well, and thanks for having me on again. It's always great to be with you guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, we always get happy when we hear your voice, buddy. Yes. Do I start reading right now? You can read the Daily Word, uh, then we'll ask you, um, unless there's anything else bubbling up that's from what you've been listening to that you wanted to share beforehand. Well, I was thinking that, uh, you know, once uh, slowly – or quickly, my mind changed. And uh, when I was a gangster and new and being a gangster, at first, me and another new gangster, we would normally try to do gangster things. Right. Now, we had to work at doing that. We had to think it up. And, and then 15 years later, it was no longer work. We were both gangsters. We knew the language. We knew what we were there for. Ah, so it just came naturally. Right. I, I, it wasn't like... I was thinking, should I do this because I'm a gangster? And what I'm trying to say is, is that at first I started giving because I had to trust that it was a good thing and all this stuff works because someone else told me. And then all of a sudden I did it. I don't really know why I do it. I don't really care why. It's just mm -hmm. a part of me. Mm -hmm. uh, like it just happened now. And because mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking of, of this thing i like to say and that's you can you can easily give without loving mm. still a good thing to give but it's different when it's a part of my life you know and right uh, you know what you just made me realize something you know living the way i mean i wasn't living in as extreme a world as you were but i was still living that same way which it was all about getting how can i get how can I get? And even my giving, and I think that's what you mean about the different. Giving is always good, but the re the motive behind my giving for many years was only in order to get something. You know what I mean? I'm giving right. this because right. I want something in return. And yeah. now it's different. Now it's like I'm giving and que sera, sera. I know my good is going to come to me. And it comes to me in wonderful ways. I don't have to worry about get, 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 right. get, get, scheming to get. You know what I mean? I, I, it really is a whole new way of living. But the best part of it, it's a way more um, effective, yes. efficient, and effortless way to succeed. Yeah. Effortless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think... Like I tell a lot of people, I'm like, hey, don't worry about your darn motive right now. A good deed is a good deed. Right. Just do it. Get in that <laughs> habit. Yes. Yeah, get in the habit. And then eventually, I'm sure the action of the deed and the energy of the deed will open up someone's heart and it'll come over them also. Right. So so that's what, what I like to tell you <laughs> Because it's kind of funny. Sometimes it can be difficult uh, for yeah. people uh, and to worry about their motive. Um, right. 
No, I hear that. And I think what happens, too, the more we practice this over time, what we used to think, this is reality, and this spiritual thing is this, this little thing we're doing to help us cope with reality. But then we come to find that the thing that we thought was reality was just our way of coping with these with these lies and misunderstandings that yes. we were dealing with, that the reality has been spirit all along. Yes. The reality has been God all along. So that some days, like concluding this morning or yesterday, my head was so out of whack, but there is just enough of me that has visited the well within us enough times yes. to know, like— doesn't matter how much that little part of me stomps its feet and says this is real. I know this is not the absolute reality. I know this is temporary. This is something my mind is, you know, letting go of or whatever, or you know, like is active in my mind. But like somewhere inside me, the more times I visit with God and 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 practice this, like you said, even if it's sort of like just doing the next step, and yes. and, and it's not always full of inspiration and joy, right. like. Sometimes I, I know that what I'm really doing is just harmonizing with reality, yes. this greater truth and reality. This crazy world gives me so many things. I can't figure out why, but it doesn't want to stop. Right. And even get depressed, I can't lie to myself anymore. I walk outside, some good generally comes my way. Yes. It's, it's the craziest thing. The, uh, right. the universe, God. That has never failed in spite of myself, and and now that I can see that, it's so good to do that. It's easy to reach. It's like gravity. Yes. The more you give, it pulls you to give more, and the more you receive, it's. I, I don't know. I don't have any answers for it. I just love the way it is now. Well, that's the best part. I mean, we don't really need to know why or how. Right. It's just, and the more we enjoy it, which is gratitude. The more we're actually reinforcing it. I was thinking about, you know, being happy. You know, for, for sometimes in certain places, it would seem to me, you know, or I'd be shy about being too happy, too excited about how good right. everything's going in my life because right. it might piss people off. Right. Because sometimes when certain people you're happy around, they get angrier that you're happy. Yeah, right. But now I am I'm not I'm I'm going to be unapologetically happy because being unapologetically happy is the best way to show God how grateful I am for everything that comes my way just by merely being alive. Right. It's also the best way to avoid people that don't like happiness. <laughs> Like you know, Wait, we it's, live like this way. it's like wearing garlic or a cross of a vampires around. Yeah, it, it just somehow. And what Matt said, I, uh, it's what you said, is really the thing that turns everything that we've been taught by fear-based teachings on its head. Which is when we realize that our worthy, we don't have to earn anything. All we have to do is stop doing the things that we're doing that are pushing away the good that are where we're running away from our good, or we're beating ourselves up or other people or whatever we're doing. Just If we could just dummy down, like we always say, and just take an open-hearted, open-minded walk to the best of our ability, let go, send someone a text, do something that's just in that flow of life. That, yeah, that comes to your mind. Just sit there and appreciate life, the room from anything. Then, like you said, we can't explain it. It's, it just is. It's principle. And it's loving, and it's generous, and it's kind. It's amazing. Well, this morning I woke up with a headache, uh, yeah. Matt. I got to remember to call him Matt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I love him whether he's Johnny or Matt. Right. So, uh, so does God. I know. That's the best part. You can try to disguise yourself and God will still find you and love you. Right. That's right. <laughs> so true. So true. But uh, oh my God, just this, so true. this this morning, I woke up with a headache and my mind started going, oh, I got a headache and I got the show. I said, stop it. And I asked myself, because... When you start practicing this, I knew, number one, my morning routine is going to make me feel better, even with a headache, folks. So I sat there, I started reading, and all of a sudden it became clear. The question came up, how would I feel? What would I be? No, what would, because all the pain, most pain comes from an overwhelming sense of responsibility. Right. That's so true. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I got to prepare I got to protect. I got to take care of. Yeah. So I, the question came, Daryl, what would, I, what would you be responsible for if you were pain free? Wow. And my mind went, I heard God's voice, nothing. Nothing. There's no legacy required. Just right. enjoy your inheritance. And almost, I almost felt a little wow. twinge, a little twinge of guilt. Really? Is that? Yeah. You're not, you don't, you don't have to be responsible. Just embrace your inheritance. Yeah. And my headache now, I mean, now I don't even have a, 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 a hint of this thing. That egg has been cracked. That headache. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm from New Jersey, folks. Because people used to say that, like, you know, older folks, you know, adults. Yeah, yeah I got a headache. So, well, oh. you know what? The little kid in me, like, yeah. when you say that, I go, no wonder his head hurts. There's an egg inside his brain that's causing pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a headache, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, Johnny, you just reminded me that, like, we don't, we're not, we don't have, God loves us. We have an inheritance. It's called grace. The more we give, the more we receive. Right. It's that easy. That's right. That's right. So many people think you don't have to have something to give something, and you know, I, it, for me, I found that to be, I always have something to give. Yes. Yes. When I stopped believing that I didn't. Right. And I just dance. And the response is phenomenal uh, wow. from people. No, I don't know many people that are not receptive to being given something. Like even as I hold the doors open in my BP station every morning. And the most unhappy people... Even when they pass by, I don't know why they're on the phone yelling. But if I hold the door for them, they manage to get a thank yes. you. Yes, isn't it amazing? Like they, I think we all want somebody. We like to be given things, and we like to give things, but we're so caught up in such nonsense. But then when someone holds a door, we feel we got to say thank you because we like to say thank you for holding that darn door open through this crazy day of mine and it's the wild I guess, well, it, yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah because it's evidence that that's the reality right it also yeah. matched they we're giving them a vibration that yes. the spirit wants to match i see this all the time with kids little kids that i work with uh, in the special ed or uh, particularly like they're arguing with their assistant or in the hallway they're going i'm not gonna go in there i'm not gonna do it and i come by and i go you know, so and so, it's great to see you because I'm doing in a different spirit. And they go, Oh, hi, Mr. Ed. And they turn back into their loving self. And then as soon as I walk away, they go right back to, I'm not going, you know, like it's like two different people. And, and we get to choose which one we access 
by the love that we put out, or if we're being cheap, <laughs> that's what we're going to access in other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, being cheap. Oh, being ahead. cheap. Just you brought up a good point because people may not see. Yeah, okay, what you ahead. just shared as being being cheap means deciding not to hold the door open for someone right. when I could easily have because I'm the door. and I've got somewhere to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because the voice that tells us not to do it is... It's a belief in lack. It's a belief in lack. That it's either like, I got to get there faster or I, I'm too embarrassed. I don't want to, you know, like do something silly by holding a door. Oh, yeah. What if they don't... Whatever, you know, like those... All these prudent thoughts that are just crap. Well, that's... Yeah, a, it's not... The more you hold doors or if if somebody needs something and or you just naturally give somebody something, all of a sudden, after a period of time, they're thanking you. But the reality is you want to say thank you for you for getting for being here so I can hold the door open. You don't right. know how good it makes me feel. True. Well, right? Yeah. And, you know, you just made me realize when we hold the doors open for others, God holds doors open for yeah. us. Yes, that's the truth. And we see the doors that God's been holding open all along and we go through them. So, Matt, let's get to the Daily Word because this show is cooking. Okie doke. Well, today is, uh, should I say the date that we're reading from? Yes, so then they can look for it. Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Give. As I give, I gain. When I give to another... I feel energized and delighted, whether it's a carefully chosen gift or a loving, listening ear, I am uplifted by the very act of giving. I give in countless ways. I give others my time through thoughtful attention. I may volunteer or serve as a mentor. I might share my talents or skills with others or donate to a cause I care about. Giving is my reward. By the law of giving and receiving, I trust I will benefit, possibly in unexpected ways. I also give to myself. I make time for renewal and refreshment. I celebrate accomplishments. I make sacred devotional time a priority and place my attention on my oneness with God. A reading. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9-7. Whoa. That was magical. What a way to wrap up this uh, talk, the chat we've had, Matt. Um, I got to say, Matt, you are a great spiritual teacher. I don't know if you think of yourself that way, but... You live by example, and then you share by the examples that you live, and it's just, it's, I feel so much better after hearing what you shared, so thank you. That's why we love them, folks. Yep. Well, wait, we got well, something here. Speaking of loving Matt, we got something here from TMZ. This was before he was known as Matt. Yeah, we're going to wrap up the show soon, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Here's the, um, hang don't, on the line. Don't hang up. This is a great little love- story. I, I uncovered this. You know, we like to do a little research on our guests. So we all know Matt came from a family that was involved in some questionable activity, right, Pizarro? Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> well, when Matt was in high school, he failed this big oral exam in his history class. Wow. His father was completely shocked. History had always been Matt's strongest subject. His father asked him, what the heck happened? You love history. You're making us look bad. Matt replied, I did what you always told me to do. Now his father was confused and angry. What do you mean you did what I always told you to do? Matt replied, 
They questioned me for three hours, but I told them nothing. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, that's amazing! Oh, FedEx Feline. Enzo. Oh, we got a little note here in his paw. Let me that see that, Enzo. Oh my, this is an answer to my prayers to our prayers. Hi, Daryl and Ed. It's from Catherine Powell, by the way. Where is she at? South Carolina or something? North yes, yes. Uh, hi, Daryl and Ed. I'd be interested in reading the daily word on your wonderful show if you ever need people. Happy holidays to you and yours. Love, Catherine. Oh, my God. Funniest thing, she's going to be our guest. On the, We're going to record on Christmas with Catherine Powell. Yes. So if you want to join us, send us a letter or an email. We'd love to hear from you. Holy cow, it's Jack Jones. Jack I Jones. love this guy. Oh hey, hey, just God. hey guys, easy does it. Let's just sing along because we don't have much time. Let's go. Yes, yes I, I can. can. Suddenly, yes, I can. I had enough. No, you can't. I'm changing to yes, I can. I could zoom into the sky. Today I could out soup Superman if I try. <laughs> Visit DarylNed.com. we love you. To find easy love things to everything Jeff we do. Burt. Thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.